0: to Greater Conversations with Jana Spica and her spicy friends. Hope you'll enjoy um, our smattering of conversations and musings and prayers and revelations and things as we try to live out a life of beautiful tension with the Holy Spirit. So far beyond what This is Jana Spicko with Greater Conversations, and today, with the lovely Crystal Freeman, guess what we're talking about? Miracle. miracle. Yes. Okay. So you and I have been kind of kicking this around a little bit. Um, first, my first question for you is, uh, what is your idea of what a miracle is? I know what I think, but I want to hear you what mm-hmm, you think.
1: Mm-hmm. I think a miracle is an encounter with Jesus, with the... Um, Affection of Jesus. Period. Period.
0: (laughs) Right. Because the love
1: of God poured out, right? Right. Mm -hmm. In
0: in a given circumstance.
1: Right. I think some it looks like healing. Some it looks like provision. So I mean, you know, sometimes, I think. Yeah. Even a parking spot for some in a moment of I'm exhausted. I can't tote this sleeping kid, you know, two blocks to wherever I'm going. And the Lord says, here's a parking spot. You know, that's a miracle.
0: That's not legal. Those aren't legal.
1: Uh-huh. they are not legal. People are gonna say those are not legal, Chris. I don't care what people say. <laughs> <laughs> That's the affection of Jesus in my
0: life right then. Yeah, I think that uh you know, it's like uh Chuck is getting uh completing his uh masters in apologetics and philosophy. They love to knock this topic around mm-hmm. a lot about what actually is a miracle, blah blah. Mm-hmm. And Chuck and I have these hilarious conversations, and I'm going, okay, I know you guys write all these books, but I think you're making it too hard. Because, mm-hmm. you know, it is the expression of heaven poured out in the moment that we have need. Yeah. yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. But I have this thought. Um, let's do this first just for fun. What is your favorite miracle story in Scripture? There's a lot of them, Old and New there Testament, are. you know? Mm, I think the resurrection. Wait, wait, wait. wait okay. Before you go there. Let's name off some miracles. I love Nahum having to
1: dip in the pond to get rid of his leprosy. Yes. Mm-hmm. What's some? Uh, I mean, I think of New Testament immediately, but I don't think of all. Parting in the Red Sea, walking on water. Um, the Pool of Siloam, the man is yes. trying to get in. The yeah. paralytic, Yeah. Uh, the friend down
0: through the roof. Right.
1: His f- oh, wait, wait. His One of my favorites
0: is um, Little Girl, It's Time to Wake Up. Oh, yeah. Of the 12-year-old that was dead. And uh, says, feed her that yeah. one. He says, She's hungry. She's hungry. Get, Get up. up. She's Need. hungry. Yeah, yeah. she is so practical. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, what else? What are some other miracles? The woman of the issue of blood being healed. Um,
1: and the oil in the jars. Old Testament. The widow's oil. Yes, yes, yes.
0: The flour and the oil. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's awesome. I actually had a friend who did that one time. Oh, yeah? Yeah. yeah she went and got jars from her friends. Wow.
1: Well, that is so... Laura, if you're listening, we love you, Laura. Laura <laughs> Collins, we just love her. Uh, that is something she does. She's that lady. She goes and gets the jar. She anticipates miracles, and it's one of my favorite things about her. Yeah. Before she had a boyfriend, she went and bought him a wedding dress. I Before know. she even, even met the guy. I know. I, the first time I ever heard her teach, and she said that, I was like, she is super spiritual because I would never do that. Literally. (laughs) I did. I thought that. Like faith in action. I called her super spiritual girl from then on. But then she wanted a baby. She painted a room. Started making the nursery. She knew it was coming. Yeah. I love that
0: about her. I do too. I love that about her too. So what keeps us from miracles?
1: Unbelief. How do we work on that? Uh, I believe. Help my unbelief. (laughs) I think confessing unbelief and continuing to believe for it. Walking as if it's done.
0: So you're saying that belief can be um, settled, cured, uh, whatever the word would be, Mm -hmm. corrected by confession and then moving in faith in that thing.
1: Mm -hmm. I do. I think that. I've seen that in my own life. Like what? My most favorite miracle ever in the history of my life is my child, right? And so I, 13 years of infertility. And uh, the Lord told me I carried life differently. And so I just walked like I did. So what does it look like for Crystal to carry life differently? I carry it with my mouth. And I speak life into places that are dead in other people. Where someone may have a dream. Oh, I've always wanted to be an author. You can do that. Oh, I couldn't do Yes, you can do that. You are an author. If God's giving you that desire, he gives us the desires of our hearts. So what can that look like? What step can we do? And believe that in them. Right until then, the day of he's like, You've carried it differently until now. I'm giving you a, a child from an actual
0: human being straight
1: from heaven. <laughs> <States. sighs>
0: How did you feel when you found out you were pregnant? Uh,
1: it's uh it was on Valentine's Day 2019, and uh, <laughs> biologically, I felt pretty funny, I felt really like something was off, and then. Uh, for some reason, I tested. My husband said, "Are you sure you want to do that?" I remember him thinking, "Are you sure you? I don't want you to be sad, you know." Because you had done that in the done past, it hundreds of times, and I said, "No, I'm totally fine. I just feel weird. I just feel like something's off." So I tested, and I, it was almost as if my brain was in shock because I looked at the the test, and I had seen it where it was a plus sign, that it would be plus means a baby, but on this particular one, it was like a double line response, Oh yeah, like side by side or something, and I remember looking at it and I looked at the paper and I looked at the test and I looked back at the paper and I looked at the test and my brain could not comprehend. And I showed it to my husband I said, I'm so confused. And I genuinely was so baffled because I thought, why isn't it a plus? But it's not a not plus. I was just so confused. And he said, that says you're pregnant. And I said, but we're so old. (laughs) Literally at that time I was like, 37, 36. I wasn't even that old. Now I'm 40, you know, but anyway, but I remember in that moment when my brain was able to process what was happening, the Lord gave me a vision of him on his throne, belly laughing, like head thrown back. You could see his belly just ha <laughs> ha and it wasn't like a laughing at you. You better get ready, girlfriend. It was a laughing of someone giving a gift and I knew it was coming and you've so faithfully believed in my goodness and now I get to give it to you and you get to experience this drop of heaven, literal, the most pure form of joy I've ever felt in my entire life in that moment of just my dad in heaven giving me the best gift and just being with me in that moment. It was, it was amazing. So beautiful.
0: So, so beautiful. How did you? um We were talking about how you increase faith. Like, how did you? How did you make the transition from the bitterness and the disappointment
1: mm,
0: to yeah. carrying it differently? Because uh, you and I know many people taken out by bitterness and disappointment. Yeah, yeah. They didn't get what they wanted when they wanted it. So God failed them. It's over. It's done. I quit. Yeah, and I'm they just it. like. i to walk away. Yeah. They just walk away and they go, God's not good to me. And then you're like going. No, right, that right. They can't be the story.
1: I think it was a. I know it was a process for me. We talk a lot about in process. That was a process for me that took a long, a little longer. Like I'll come around, Lord. It just takes me a minute, right? Uh, I remember going to this woman's conference. We've talked about women's events, and it was in a stadium. And at that time, I was super bitter. And I would go to dinner, and our server would be pregnant. And the lady at the table next to me would have a pregnant lady. And I would go to a movie and somebody would walk in and they'd be pregnant. I mean, it was just like always in your face to the point where I was like, God, this is hurtful. This is actually making me more mad. Can you just not put them around me everywhere, you know? And we went to this conference. Don't even remember who was speaking or what they were talking about. And this, the woman came in and sat down next to me and she was like 10 months pregnant. I mean, she was Huge. like, wow, <laughs> big belly. And I thought... Isn't this just like this? You know, thanks a lot, God. You have no care for my feelings, you know. But as I was sitting there, and this is really the moment that it shifted. The lady was breaking us up for lunch. It was in the city I didn't know, and we only had X amount of time to go and eat lunch and come back. And uh, so we were sitting there, and she was about to dismiss us, and the Holy Spirit said, I want you to pray for that baby. And I was like, that's really rude. (laughs) I remember saying, that's really rude of you to me to ask me that. That's so much to ask. And I sat there, and it just pressed. It just kept pressing. It was just heavy hand press. I want you to pray for that baby. I said, I'm absolutely not doing that. I can't believe you had asked me to do that. Again, press. I want you to pray for that baby. And they're just talking, you know, if you want to go eat somewhere, you know, from the stage, go here, blah, blah. And I, me and the Lord are fighting. And finally, we stand up to leave. And it's just like, I cannot go until I pray for this kid. And I took my my Bible, my journal, and I said, literally out loud, fine, and I slammed it down. Like I was just like, give in, fine. I was not happy about it. And he's so sweet to be so gracious and patient with us, and he knows. I said, fine, and I threw it down. And the girl kind of looked over at me, and I said, I know this is going to sound weird, but God told me to pray for your baby. Would that be okay? And she looked at me and she gave me this look like, okay, weirdo. And I thought, are you kidding me, lady? Do you know what I'm doing right now? This is so hard for me. You know. So anyway, I prayed for her. uh, And immediately when I said, Lord, I just started crying my eyeballs out because it was a dying to myself and it was a dying to what I thought I was entitled to and a dying to my hopes and dreams and what my kingdom would look like if I had my choice it was a complete submission to the Lord and praying down heaven for this kid I know this is like the next Billy Graham in this woman's belly I know it is no doubt and uh I opened up my eyes and for a split second I thought if they're looking at me like I'm crazy, it's gonna be really hard for me to not be like, You're welcome bye. <laughs> <laughs> and so I opened up my eyes and and they were, of course, thank you so much. And the mother-in-law was there and she came back later and said that was the most powerful thing, you know, I've ever experienced. And I remember walking away and going, Okay, now I've got to go to the next thing, Lord. And uh two friends were with me and they said we don't have to leave. While you were praying, somebody came up and gave us vouchers to eat at this restaurant that was on the thing. And I said, Lord, you took care of me. And he goes, because you did what I asked, and you carried life the way that I wanted you to carry life in that moment. And, and he so kindly goes, I'm good to you if I give you a baby, and I'm good to you if I don't. And I said, yes, you are. And that changed from that moment forward. That was how I walked. You're good if you do this, and you're good if you don't.
0: And that's why you have a life marked by miracles. Right.
1: Because it stops being about what I want and starts being about loving him and being loved by him. I'm not perfect. If you looked at my life right now, there's all these areas where I am in lack. But I freaking love him and he loves me. Right?
0: And there's not, you know, Jesus plus nothing. Right, right.
1: right. Jesus, I think we said Jesus plus Mother effing nothing is going to be my our shirt. <laughs> Jesus was mother effing nothing, and it's enough.
0: <laughs> he is enough. He is enough. Hallelujah. Man, what a story. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've heard that story. I mean, that's just incredible. Thank you for sharing that. Mm-hmm. Just the power and the testimony that um, you have, it makes me think about, we were talking about this in New Wine. Uh, the scripture that says where Jesus says, you search the scripture and scripture in, in search of me, but you don't find me, right? Mm-hmm. in John, like they had the word, but they yeah. still didn't have Jesus in the miracles. And then there are those who were pressing Jesus for the miracles. He's like going, you're just looking for a sign. Right. They had the miracles, but they still didn't have the heart and the passion because Jesus loves to be, when Jesus is with us, mir- miracles just happen. Because right. He is the miraculous right. one. Right. So it's all about that affection and that kindness. Um, I You ha- said this friend, you were talking about this earlier about, she said, she would say to me, Jesus likes you more than me because he gives you more than me. Mm-hmm. And I, I would say to her, I said, I think it has less to do with that and more to, I keep trying to get closer to him. Are you, yeah. getting, are you trying to get close to him? Yeah. She goes, no, I don't really like hanging out with Him." Mm-hmm. And so I said, why don't you just work on that? Yeah. enjoying being with him. I said, because she was trying to meter him out. She was trying to put him on a performance track. Jesus likes me if he gives me this. Right, right. Jesus likes me if he gives. Instead of going, no, he loves me all the time. John D. used to talk about the love of God being like this fire, this raging fire. You know, Scripture talks about right. consuming fire. Consuming fire. Yeah. But about just getting, taking a step closer to the fire. And as much as you can stand the, the white hot love of God, because that burns off everything that's counterfeit between the two of you. So that, that's always been the most incredible visual picture. Um, I'm also being reminded about this was a miraculous moment for me in worship. I've had some really incredible encounters with the Lord that were miraculous for me. Answering questions for me and uh, giving direction and insight on things. And this particular time, uh, we were in this deep season of worship at the this beautiful place church that I was going to at that time and I opened a door. The Lord asked me to open this door that I was seeing in a vision and the whole room was on fire. And I started to shut the door and the Lord said, Come in. And I said, I, I can't come in. I'm I'm gonna die. Right. I'm gonna burn up. I'm gonna die. And he said, only the stuff that doesn't belong in my presence. Mm. And that conversation that started with him about his white-hot love burning off everything that doesn't belong there anyway, because the true us, the true you, the true me, Mm -hmm. being just consumed by his love doesn't destroy us, it just refines and reveals us for who he always had in his heart for us to be. So I think about your um, you are a life carrier, you also got to carry a, a biological baby, but when we... See you in heaven fully revealed. Do you ever think about these things? Like who are going to really. Yeah. Like, oh gosh. Like I loved Crystal, but I didn't have any idea. Oh my gosh. Like who is she now? Uh, There's something about that uh, kingdom identity that just blows my ever-loving mind. Yeah. Like who we really are. But was mm-hmm. it C.S. Lewis said we're not having, we're not uh, mm-hmm. earthly beings having a spiritual encounter. We're spiritual beings having an earthly encounter. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of changes the frame of things. So back to miracles, I I want to just, like, I think maybe wrap up one question about these things, about how do you, you and I talked about this, I think it was even in class yesterday, we talked about how we uh, stir our faith to believe for more and more. Yeah. Even in spite of the things that are broken and don't work and we're not seen yet. I have particularly in my mind uh, a person who is in a really bad, like, physical threat, in a place of physical threat. And the Lord spoke to her and told her to take a very proactive step of peace, like an olive branch. And uh, she obeyed the Lord, and it backfired so far. So far, yeah. So far. Um, and she called me, and we were talking on the phone, and I said, just because it's not worked out yet doesn't mean the miracle's not working, not coming. Mm-hmm. And then I, I got up in the middle of the night Last night, and I kept hearing that song, uh, There's a Miracle in the Works. You know this song by the Torwaltz? How's it go? I'm not going to sing that. Well, on just that. A, on a melody of it. There's a... Um, I think I... There's a miracle in the works. I, I can, can feel it. it. Yeah. So there's something about... Uh, the Lord said, I want you just to live in that place, that that's your expectation. Yeah. That there's a miracle in the works. Sure. So you... I give you something, you speak it out, and you don't judge whether the miracle has happened or will happen by what you see right now. It's like Mm -hmm. you judge the miracle by what I said, and that I'm going to bring it to fruition sooner or later. Right. But just the expectation on the Lord, the pull on the Lord that there's a miracle in the works it's doing something to me internally, and it's causing my faith to rise up in a completely different way. Because mm-hmm. I'll catch myself going, oh, I don't, I don't know how that's going to happen. Wait, there's a miracle in the works. Mm-hmm. So to take out that realm of can't, won't, don't, and putting it into the world of there's a miracle in the works has strengthened me in a really unusual way in these couple of days.
1: Yeah. I also, know. I think there's a part of that that we discount So your friend who made that one step and it looks like it blew up in her face kind of thing. The miracle is, is that she took the first step.
0: Absolutely. You know, the fact that she heard him. Right. And responded in faith. Yes. So let's just see what's going to happen. It's not done yet.
1: I have a mentor that always says every step, every turn is a work of the Holy Spirit. Mm. Stop, you know. And I, I I go back to that so much going, don't despise small beginnings. That is a step. That is a miracle. A seed planted. Right. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So I just want to close this little section about um, uh, we did a marriage intensive a couple of years ago and doing prophetic prayer for each couple before they got there. Mm-hmm. And having this vision about this one particular couple, it was so unusual, the picture that I got is that Jesus was standing in front of them in a pair of blue jeans. Like, just get that picture. How weird is that, right? Yeah. So Jesus is standing there with a pair of blue jeans, and he had his hand in his back pocket. Mm. And I said, what are you doing? And he, and he pulled his hand out, and he went, bam, like that. he goes, I got miracles in my back pocket, and I'm just waiting for them to ask. And he put his hand back mm. in his pocket. And he came back and went, Bam. I got miracles in my back pocket. I'm just waiting on them to ask for them. And I came up and told that couple, they thought I'd lost my ever-loving mind. <laughs> and so after the re- intensive was over, I went, I don't know what they're going to do with that, but can I have it? Can yeah, I have yeah. that miracle in your back pocket? And that expression, that's how easy miracles are for him. Mm. Just in his back pocket. Just yeah. waiting. Do you know the, the book by Sean Boltz called Heaven's Economy?
1: I've seen it. Mm-hmm.
0: That book wrecked me. Mm -hmm. about the Lord's provision, and talked about, this might be slightly out of context, but that heaven has an entire room of body parts that just has tags on it with people's names. Wow. That heaven has this. I mean, this guy is so prophetic, so strong, but he was talking about how the storehouses of heaven, how God has all these things in store for us, waiting for us to believe and release them on earth today believe and release believe and release that visual picture just like blows me up i don't want to i don't want to leave anything that on heaven that could be here that only thing that is required is me just to ask jesus to get out of his back pocket
1: amen make it so lord
0: amen make it so all right thanks for joining us today man you are such a nut (laughs) i love hanging out with you and uh, such a appreciation for the folks who make this possible and Xavier and Landon, all the magic hands that make this thing go to to work. So may the Lord bless you. I'm just going to bless you today to ask for miracles and let your faith rise up. Jesus, rise up their faith, fan it into flame, that they would just be raging fires, that we would just uh, believe you for who you are and uh, believe ourselves for who you've made us to be because of your great life within us. Um, let it be so, Lord, in Jesus' name, amen. Hey, thanks so much for joining our conversation. Hope that you'll take these things back to the Lord and knock it around with Him. Our desire is always that you would hear from the Lord in greater and greater measure for yourself. We would love any support and feedback that you might like to offer. You can reach more information about greater things at greater-things.org. And we just bless and honor you today. Thanks for your time. It's a gift and we know it. You pull me, you draw.